All right, good morning, everybody, and welcome to the Stock Market Update. Uh, today is, what is today? June 30th, a last day of the month. And uh, we have a lot to talk about because, I mean, right now, as we close out the month, the S&P is down 20% uh, for 2022. And that is the worst first half of the year since 1970. That's in 52 years. We also had yesterday uh, Powell speaking at the ECB forum. We had a, a Fed member speaking. So we'll dive into this. Uh, Bad Bath & Beyond had a really bad day yesterday, but maybe even worse for Carnival Cruise Lines. We'll take a look at this. And then this morning, two major economic reports are being released. So we'll take a look at those and uh, see how they are moving the markets. Plus, we're going to tell you why we are not selling calls right now. So we're going to show you some very specific examples. So as you can see, we have lots to talk about. And if this is your first time here, hi, I'm Marcus Hotcutter. This is my head coach, Mark Hodge. And together we have more than 48 years of trading experience. And every morning we sift through a mountain of news websites, newsletters and reports. And then we take the most important news and go live right here to share with you what you need to know as you head into your trading day. This is your first time here. I know it can be a little bit overwhelming, but don't worry. We have a special video just for you that I'll link to in the description. And that's a great place to get started. All right, before we get started, Mark. So yesterday um, I, I talked to Vivian and uh, Vivian said yesterday, well, I'm meeting some friends and I'm uh, going uh, go to go bowling at high five. And after this, I'm going to watch a movie. And I say, really, you want to go watch a movie? What movie are you going to watch? And it's the one that I really, really wanted to see with her. Elvis. <laughs> I think it was released uh, last uh, last Saturday. And uh, I mean, I, I'm really, really curious. I want to see Top Gun and I want to see Elvis. Have you seen any yeah. of these? No, no, I haven't. But uh, yeah, I, Elvis should be good. But I, I'm interested in seeing Top Gun too. I mean, Top Gun, come on. I mean, back in the day. And I mean, it's actually, uh, I mean, Top Gun is doing really, really well at the box office. I, yeah. I think they already grossed, what, a billion dollars or something like this? Yes, yes. Uh, I, I think it was uh, Tom Cruise's first billion dollar film, too, which is interesting. <laughs> right. And uh, also the studio Paramount. Uh, I mean, they had they haven't had a smash hit in, in forever. Yeah, I'm looking forward to that one. So you missed out on Elvis, huh? Well, maybe I can convince Vivian to watch it again. <laughs> you see some movies like you can it. watch over and over. So who knows? We might be able to do that. All right, uh, let's switch over to the charts and let's talk about of what was happening. So yesterday, um, I mean, not a whole lot. If we switch to a five-minute chart of the S&P, pretty much yesterday diddling along, which is not surprising. Sure. And, and I mean, we, we start the week with a little pullback on Monday, which was to be expected after such a strong week. Then Tuesday, just a huge, huge drop. And yesterday, uh, really a mixed session. The S&P was down just three points. Not a big deal. Uh, the Dow actually up 82 points, which is uh, nothing for the Dow. Um, so slightly positive there. Uh, the Nasdaq flat. And so going into this morning, uh, just kind of pausing after Tuesday's uh, sell-off. Yeah, but we talked about it. I, I mean, just indices had a really, really rough year. I mean, I mean the S&P yeah. is down, what, around... Uh, twenty percent, and uh, I mean Nasdaq uh, year to date uh, down twenty nine percent. The down Dow year to date uh, fifteen percent. Uh, I mean, that's pretty bad. Yeah, I mean those are some ugly numbers for sure. <laughs> right, and I mean we have, we have even some uh, some of the uh, darlings uh, that that are down tremendously. I mean Netflix, we know that it got hammered. I mean Netflix is down 
70% for the year. And even if you, if you look at somebody like Apple, I mean, Apple is down, uh, let's see, what do we have here? Uh, like 22% for the year. Yeah. Um, Alphabet, uh, Google's company, also down, uh, what, 22%. Uh, then we yeah. have uh, Meta, formerly known as Facebook. <laughs> so <laughs> down 51%. And uh, also Bitcoin. Let's talk about Bitcoin for a moment. Yeah, uh, ugly, ugly year for Bitcoin. What down about fifty-eight uh, percent and uh, trading back around nineteen thousand. So uh, really, you know, falling back towards low. So it's under the twenty thousand mark, and uh, nothing's going well for the cryptos uh, right now. Uh, between the you know the stable coin issues, other you know, um, you know, Bitcoin related crypto companies just really, you know, folding or having bankruptcy issues. And, um, you know, maybe that's what the, the market needs this this flush out of these, uh, you know, more aggressive, uh, risky assets. And then some buying comes in. So I mean, it, it could be that uh, the uh, you know cryptos are the fall guy for this market. <laughs> right. I mean, we'll both see, and we talked about it. So where do we go from here? Um, I mean, we, we both said that it is possible for the S&P to drop down to 3,400. It really depends what the Fed wants to do. And I mean, yesterday, uh, another voting Fed member, uh, Laura Tomesta, said that she would support another uh, three quarter percent hike, uh, so 75 basis points at the next meeting that is at the end of July. Yeah, and I mean, this is where it's a it's a tough job uh, with the just inflation going crazy. Uh, the tools to slow down inflation slow down the economy, right? right. And, and so it's just the balance. You know, is it going to be too much? And that's what traders are worried about. And you know, it looks like traders are trading as though we're going to be in a recession. Um, but you know, that will be uh, technically decided, I think, in a couple weeks with the next GDP. Yeah, but this were also yesterday, Powell was speaking at the ECB forum, right? And uh, so he had a, a few comments there. And I think that the comment that spooked traders is uh, that he did towards the end, where he said, uh, we are strongly committed to using the tools to get inflation come down. The way to do it is to slow down growth, ideally keeping it positive. <clears throat> is there a risk that would go too far? Certainly there's a risk. So kind of He's already preparing us like, uh, okay, be prepared for a possible recession. We are concerned about the inflation. We are not too concerned about the stock market. I mean, this is where the Fed's dual mandate, we have talked about this over and over, is to keep unemployment low and to keep inflation under control. Their, their uh, job is not to keep the stock market high. <laughs> oh, yeah, absolutely. And, you know, at this point, too, it's that... It's not their job, but definitely uh, they need to take steps where that's not their major concern. Yeah, he did say some positive things about the economy, but, um, you know, uh, that's where if traders, I, I guess we just have to see. Uh, he did say that uh, if you look at the strength of the economy, households are in very strong financial shape. They've still got a lot of excess savings from forced saving of not being able to travel and things like that and fiscal transfers. So the same is true with business with very low rates of default, lots of cash in the balance sheet. The labor market is also tremendously strong, still averaging very high job growth per month. Overall, the U.S. economy is in the position to withstand tighter monetary policy, we think. Right. <laughs> 
So, I mean, this is where uh, basically right now, he also is kind of saying, you know what, this soft landing that everybody was talking about, it's probably not going to happen. Yeah. So we yeah. will see a recession. And, and again, a recession just means that we have two consecutive quarters of negative growth. So it, it doesn't mean that uh, everything is doom and gloom. But, I mean, it could impact the forward guidance of uh, companies. <clears throat> and that's what we will see as uh, we uh, get, head into uh, earnings season again in a couple of weeks from now. Yeah, and uh, Marcus, there was um, uh, something recently with RH. Uh, RH, the ticker, they're down uh, 8% pre-market. Uh, it's a home goods and furniture retailer. They're lowering their full-year financial guidance. Uh, because of a site, you know, citing a, a deteriorating economy and a slowdown in home sales, um, I, I heard that they issued a buyback. I think it was like 30 days ago. They were going to buy back the stock, which normally companies like to do when the stock's down and they have extra cash. Uh, I want to say that they suspended that, right? So that's just one, you know, a perfect example of companies now being a little concerned about uh, this excess cash and, and uh, you know now tightening things up and, and uh, lowering guidance. And so we'll see just how much of that we get in earnings uh, season. Yeah, so in a moment, we'll see uh, what uh, the, the major economic reports did this morning that have been released and how they affect the markets and also explain why we don't roll calls or uh, why we don't sell calls right now. But we got to take a look at two more stocks, Bad Bath and Beyond, because yesterday down 23%. That's uh, kind of a big move. Yeah, they uh, got hammered after the company missed revenue estimates, and they all supported a bigger loss than expected. Um, and then there was uh, the announcement that they're replacing their CEO. Yeah. And then we have Carnival Cruise Lines. I mean, we have been saying uh, all along, stay away from cruise lines, stay away from cruise lines. And yesterday, Morgan Stanley chimed in and uh, gave their outlook. They gave their outlook on cruise lines. Yeah, I just hammered yesterday with a 14% loss down more pre-market. Um, they uh, got hit um, saying that they, they cut the price target roughly in half, saying it could potentially go to zero in the face of another demand shock with Carnival's debt levels being a huge concern. Yeah. All right, uh, let's jump uh, to pre-market and then uh, we'll talk about... <clears throat> Uh, about yeah, well, what we do here with our calls. So uh, in pre-market trading, uh, let me actually jump over here to uh, the Emini Nasdaq. And uh, we, we see that uh, overnight has been sliding lower. And this is pretty much uh, because of what you said that uh, uh, Restoration Hardware RH uh, issued lower guidance. Then we had a little bit jump here. Uh, this is when uh, the economic reports were released. Yeah, 8.30 Eastern, there was actually a, a favorable reaction to begin with, um, but things have pulled back a little bit since. But the initial reaction was positive. Um, the real uh, item in focus here is that core PCE price index. Right, so that's uh, the, the Fed's uh, preferred uh, inflation gate. And uh, so it came in at 4.7% in May. And uh, if you look at the expectations, uh, I mean, it was expected to come in a, a little bit higher. So it's still at a very, very high level. But there is this idea, OK, inflation might be peaking. And we also see that unemployment claims are pretty much in line with expectations of what we had in the previous month. So kind of supporting what Powell said, that the economy is still strong thus far. Sure, sure. And, um, you know, just uh, for clarification, uh, this uh, core PCE is a price of goods and services purchased by uh, consumers. 
Um, so it's it's really targeted towards uh, co items consumed by individuals. So that's why the, the Fed keeps a close eye on it. So down a tick from uh, what was expected, um, I, I think that was kind of, you know, the initial reading, the, there was the jump, but then it pulled back because we're still at levels not seen since the 80s. Yeah. So let's see what happens here on the last day, a uh, trading day of the quarter and of the first half of the year. But uh, I want to talk about uh, our positions here. And uh, there was a question that I saw yesterday under the uh, stock market update video. And please leave comments uh, and uh, let us know what questions you have, then we can address them. And one of the questions is, why don't you sell calls? So I want to use NVIDIA here as an example. NVIDIA, uh, let me zoom in a little bit. So I got assigned at 195. And this is where we are using the, the calculator. And uh, we say, okay, so step number two would be selling calls. Step number one is selling puts with the wheel strategy. Step number two is selling calls. So we focus on this. So the stock purchase price, uh, 195. And if you look at this week's expiration, and right now I have 600 shares of NVIDIA. And if I'm looking at a strike price of 195, we can just see how much premium we would get. So I do not like to sell below my assigned price if I can avoid it. I mean, we'll talk about the break even here in just a moment. But if you look at the chain and uh, we, we take a look at uh, NVIDIA, um, bring it up. And uh, these are the quotes, obviously, from uh, yesterday. And we look at the 195 call, uh, then we see that the last traded price is uh, what? Maybe around two or three cents, uh, the two cents here. And if you plug this into the calculator, then we'll see that this is, of course, next to nothing. So right now we're not getting much premium annualized. This would only get us 2%. So we would need a minimum of 33 cents. So if we could get 33 cents, that would get us 30% annualized. And so for us, this is what we are looking for. Now you might say, well, bird in the hand versus two in the bush. Why don't you take what you can get? And this is where, when the market rebounds, right? I mean, this is where you leave quite a lot of money on the table. So this is where for us, we're keeping an eye on this and see if uh, here we can get at some point the 33 cents again and all, all we need to do is a little bit push higher right mark yeah and that, that's uh you know if, if we do sell calls at a, such a low price and there is a pop you know it could be that we take pennies and we miss out on dollars right so um that's really what we're after we're we're looking for the 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 move higher where we can sell calls collect that really nice premium bringing our break even down right so this is why right now uh, we are uh, kind of in a, in a wait and hold pattern uh, like the overall market. And we want to see that it pushes a little bit higher. And this is where uh, whether we take a TPR or we take NVIDIA or Budweiser or MasterCard, we just sold puts here. This is why we are waiting until we get our 30% annualized. That is a threshold that we set for yourself. Now for you, it might be different, uh, whatever you choose to get. But uh, we are looking to make at least 30% per year annualized on the money that we are risking in the markets here. That's the plan. All right, cool. If you would like to, to know more about this and uh, about all this call selling thing, I'll link to a video right now where I explain this in more detail of how exactly we do this and what happens here, when do we roll calls. So take a look at this and then we'll see you again tomorrow morning, bright and early. App trading, everybody.